Hi, this is Mish Hancock, and you are listening to Mishmash, a place where I get to talk to the weird, wacky, wonderful people of this world, people I adore and want to know more about. Today, my guest is Drew Davis. Drew is the owner and brains behind Crippling Hot Sauce, a company on a mission to support people with disability and inspire people with a dream that impossible is nothing. Hi, Drew. Hello. You started a company. How old are you? I am. Now I'm 17. When I started, I was 16. But it's been definitely a crazy ride throughout these past eight months, and I'm excited to share part of my journey with you. I love it. And, okay, tell me, did you just have a fondness for hot sauce? So, I'm not going to lie. It started originally as a school project. I mean, I got an 82% on it, and as a straight-A student, I always thought, you know, I could do better than that. So I was like, went up and asked the teacher at the time why, and he goes, oh, I thought it was very cool, just unrealistic. And I have a feeling it was because of the name, but I'm like, no, I I know what I could do with this. So I decided to bring it out to market and, and to see what I could do, and fast forward eight months later, we sold more than 20,000 bottles across more than now 120 retail locations, our biggest of which being Deerberg's. Oh, my gosh. So have you talked to that teacher lately? <laughs> so, so, yeah, he, I mean, he bought some. They decided not to renew his contract. But I also expressed through many TV interviews, I thank him because I would not be here without him. And, and it kind of just gave me that little extra edge to go. And what I explain about crippling, uh, for people that don't get it is crippling is more like an expression. Um, and so like crippling, um, depression, that's something a lot of people use. And so we use it kind of as an expression and it fits our message very well and and it's not meant to offend anybody that's why like even with our subtitle names we keep it very generalized and and just show people that we can have a normal sense of humor and we could do a lot of the same things because i know some people because of the name they think you know my parents or whoever my family's just taking advantage of me and making money off my name but that's not it at all um all my name is on all the legal documents and we just want to show that you can have a normal sense of humor and i always tell people with crippling it's, it's meant to catch people's attention like it's meant to give you a double take because it wouldn't be the same with if it was called drew's hot sauce it would right. not catch as many people's attention and yeah it's kind of a play on words but that's the whole point and i've talked to many people with disabilities that love what i'm doing because at the end of the day we we have a lot of the same sense of humor and a, a lot of people have made a lot of money off of making fun and poking fun of their situation. I always say the best way to be an advocate isn't screaming and yelling at people what they should do, but it's um to poke a sense of humor at it and that's where people get the softest and that's where they open up. I always say one of the biggest advocates in the disabled community without saying it is Josh Blue. He's a famous comedian that was on um, America's Got Talent and, and one less common comic standing and and yeah. And it's sense of humor. I lo- well, I love sense of humor. I love that you have one. Can we talk about the names of your hot sauce? Because you have a very one in particular is 
hilarious. So let's talk about the names of the hot sauces. Yeah, so so it was I also wanted to go a little bit different on that side and give my mild, medium, and hot different names. So we got the mild that's just for the parking. That's <laughs> just for, all, for the parking. That is the name of the hot sauce. That that that's for all those people that just <laughs> that just park park in the handicap spots and, and they and they use every excuse and able to do so. You know, I stepped on a Lego last night. Let's I, I got to park in the spot at Walmart now, and I don't use. I don't use handicap spots because I don't need them. So I just kind of find it comical that the kid in the wheelchair is not using it. But yeah, but yeah, people that if you, I always say, if you can use the term, I'm going to run into the store real quick. You don't need, the, you don't need the, you don't, you don't need the handicap. You don't spot. need that spot. Oh my gosh. I love it. Yeah. Oh, that is very good. Perfect. Yeah. And then, like I said, uh, medium is, is limping and, like so, part of that is because I found that kind of sneaks up on you, and and it's not it's not as bad as crippling agony. And <laughs> crippling cri- agony. Crippling <laughs> agony. It's just a, a funny name. It's actually not too crippling, but um, tastes good. And for a lot of people, it's just right because I've always said you don't want hot sauce that tastes like over-the-counter cough syrup. If, <laughs> if you're if you're gonna want hot sauce. You wanted to taste good, and I've met people that are like, "Oh, this hot sauce is supposed to go in things, so it doesn't." Taste. I'm like, "If you want, if it needs to go in things, you still want it to taste good. Like, <laughs> let's make it taste like a two by four, but, but you know, put it in things, so it's okay." No, that's so not how I went. Here you are. I mean, you have a successful business at 17 <laughs> years of age. I mean that, and I love the attitude of. You know, I mean, I'm going to guess nothing's going to stop me. You gave me an 82%. Mm, okay, let's take this next that, level. I mean, you know, but and I and I also can I can I say I really love that you are looking at this teacher with such love in that. Hey, thanks for this. If you hadn't, if you hadn't, you know, given me 82%, that actually would not have pushed me. Yeah. If you'd have gotten. you'd have been like, ah, awesome. I got another A. Okay, off, you know, what am I doing now? But here you are. Yeah, and like, I I always wanted a job, but like, I, I, uh, first of all, I always found like kind of the the nine to five idea, first of all, kind of boring. Like, I knew, of (laughs) course, you know, flipping burgers at McDonald's is something I couldn't do. So I always tried to find something I I could do. Um, I started with, investing at a young age of like 11 or 12 in the stock market and and built from there and I never really thought it would be hot sauce or anything in the food business but the brand fits me and my sense of humor and a lot of sense of humors of of people um in wheelchairs and disabilities in general pretty well and something I haven't mentioned is that we donate five percent to cerebral palsy research that's very important because with cerebral palsy, 80% um, causes of, of what causes cerebral palsy in most cases are unknown. So if we get that, um, if we get the case known, then we then people would know how to attack it better. And with cerebral palsy, there's more than 800,000 people a year that, that live with cerebral palsy. And, and how I explain it is it's a fancy word for brain damage. So if they figure out a cure for cerebral palsy, which is the most common physical disabilities, it would more than likely 
be able to apply to, you know, spinal cord, you know, paraplegics and quadriplegics and anything with brain damage or spinal cord damage. So that's more important to me. Um, because just knowing the cause would would help tremendously um, in the fight to to cure such something that affects so many people. That's awesome. Yeah, and is mysterious. Like, let's figure it out. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Where do you make this hot sauce? So now, now we got. It's mostly manufactured. Uh, for now, we're still making the hot out of a commercial kitchen in High Ridge called the Kitchen Hub. Um, and they're pretty good friends of mine. And um, I just try to make sure not only do I keep the quality control good, but but it's as sanitary as possible because nobody wants to actually. I mean, the crippling is just supposed to be a brand name, <laughs> not a reality. But but um, but yeah. And with that, I've learned a lot of things, and 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 I'm just. It's been a really good learning experience. I would say I've learned more in the eight months I've started my business than the than the twelve years I've been in school because um, applying to a situation I would argue is is more important than just uh, reading out of a book because you better understand things when you apply things to a situation and and that's why like with crippling hot sauce I'm not trying to 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 change necessarily the people's mindset that they got brought up because brought up that way because it's not their fault you know the people that they lived around um thought about that way about people with physical disabilities but i'm trying to change future generations my mindsets and the people and the moms and dads that are grown or that are about to have a kid with cerebral palsy or any disability and show that, you know, life is not over and that there's a good chance that they could do whatever they put their mind to. And there's still a lot of people that have that old mindset of, you know, disabled kids belong in the life skills class and stuff like that. And that's what I'm trying to change because people with disabilities, they have to do things differently, but adapting is what makes us so um able to be smart because you know a lot of the times like what people do normally we find an easier way to do things sometimes than the, the normal way to do it oh my gosh so what did your parents say when you're like i am going to start a company <laughs> well, when they said well well hell We'll support you. Some people are gonna be some people are gonna be offended, but you know, let's go let's go to farmers markets and see what we could do. And and fun fact, I haven't been to a single farmers market yet. <laughs> um, well, yeah, I mean you're in Deerberg. That's amazing. Yeah, I I never expected it either. You know, because another thing with this whole thing is there there's not too much representation in the disabled community because so many people. Uh, have to get censored because that's what they only see so they're like sheltered and and they think they only have to take disability and because that's what they see other people around them doing and so the kids growing up uh, that want to, to do something like me I'm I'm trying to show them that it's possible and that's what I did when I spoke to uh, the small business committee of the house in Washington, D.C., we were discussing ways, um, to lower the 
80% unemployment rate between our, for people with uh, disabilities and, and see what we could do that way, whether that be with taxes, ex incentives, or whatever, because they realize that's a large percentage of the community that not only could benefit from that, but there's studies that show actually working helps with helps with health be for a lot of people because there's a direct correlation between retiring and and di diminishing health. So that's what they realized, and, and they're like, yeah, we'll definitely look into that more and and see what they could do because a lot I met a lot of people with disabilities that are just bored and they would like to do um, something. But they just don't know what it could be or they don't have the resources or whatever. So I was lucky enough to, to always be into saving money. So I used three grand of my own money to start this business and was able to grow it from there. Three grand to be able to pay for manufacturing runs and pay for storage and do that. So I always explain to people, even people that don't have disabilities that want to start a business, just go for it. It doesn't have to be with a lot of money. You don't have, have to have a lot of money to start a business. Start small. I started with 200 bottles, sold that out in 30 minutes and went from there. And, and now we're ordering, you know, 6,000 bottles at a time between all th three flavors and, and selling that and spreading the spreading the joy that's so 80 percent unemployment rate that um that really took me back and yeah you're right i mean having feeling like you have a purpose is really important for people yeah. so i love that you're bringing awareness to this that you have this amazing company drew you're doing a lot right i, I mean i try and and like 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 um 17 at 17 it's really hard to do things and that's why why I have people behind me that's that's able to sign those documents that like we need and stuff because I'm only 17 I'm about to turn 18 but you know when you get launched and so fast into something that you weren't expecting it's kind of it's kind of hard to adapt because I went from something that I just that would be fun to something that's a full-time job that I'm actually running out of the library in my school five hours a day. <laughs> so so while everybody's doing their, you know, college exams for their college credits in high school, I'm over there, you know, facilitating a business deal with Deerbergs. And actually, while, while I was in Washington, D.C., I was able to be super productive and close that deal because uh, a funny story about that. Um... I got a I got a random text that's like that's like who's your distributor and whoever and whatever and the thing about that somebody I know was um actually thankfully was talking to Laura Deerberg about my story and she loved it and so she basically said I was lucky enough that the the category was under reviews so they're like yeah we love it and we'd love to try it out and it looks like it's selling well from what I could see. I, I have a bunch of people wanting to go over there and everybody just wants to support the cause and I'm just grateful because like I didn't know what to expect because I know I know like it sound like inherently if you don't like know the disabled community if it's just an able-bodied person looking on inherently it's going to sound bad uh, with the brand name but like I said it's more like an expression like, there's plenty of words 
that are like expressionary that's not bad if used in the right term of course i'm not going to endorse people going around calling everybody crippled but that's not what we're doing right right i love it all right tell people where to order this so, other than Deerberg's. so they can order online right Online, uh, thecripplingcompany.com. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook, Crippling Hot Sauce, Instagram, Crippling Hot Sauce, and Twitter, Crippling Hot Sauce. And uh, my LinkedIn is just Drew Davis if you want to connect on there. Um, that's what we're doing. And you'll see us a lot on TikTok as well, uh, Crippling Hot Sauce Drew, where I share more of my, my journey and, and getting into some of those big stores and and those big conventions and hopefully one day when i'm having a a meeting with a target you'll you'll see the behind the scenes on that facilitating that deal because nobody's really um had storytelling is the most powerful thing in business and and if you know how to tell a story right and portray that that's going to project 10 times better because if you look at the statistics uh the ice bucket challenge in that short period of time raised just 115 million dollars for for people with als and that's what we're trying to do is offer a good product behind that but also raise money i love it you can teach a lot of people i'm, I'm going to be calling you because i have questions about some business things all right so now i have kind of fun questions for you fun i love fun <laughs> All right. When you first started making this, does, do your eyes water when you're trying to make hot oh, sauce? Oh, it's, oh, it's bad. <laughs> it's, see, I was just trying to envision in a kitchen making hot sauce. I felt like, oh, it's, it's, a bit that's a little eye water. It's not much of a burning as it is with a fermented uh, solution like we do. The hot is fermented for seven days. Uh, when you do that, it, pro it produces yeast because that's what it is. Fermentation with hot sauces really, uh, really alike with how it is with alcohol. And so, so when you take it off and you're blending, there is sometimes where it gets pretty bad. Like the, the especially crippling agony. <laughs> that's the worst one because, like, it'll come up in the air, and then we gotta like go away into the break room because. We start coughing and and so we're like wearing masks and oh. like and like we have to keep it the air ventilated. So the last time we made it, it was like friggin' twenty degrees and we had all the windows <laughs> open and we're freezing. <laughs> and it's like welcome to the Midwest. Like shivering. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! I just was imagining. I'm like, I can't. I would, I mean, I can't even cut up an onion without my oh, eyes going I, crazy. I, yeah, yeah. So. But, but, yeah, it's definitely crazy, and, and like, we learned really fast, like, because when we were testing batches, like, and not selling it to people, when we were just testing the batches in that seven-month time span that it took me to test, like, 20 batches and figure out which one I like the most, which ones I like the most, um... We learned it real fast that even jalapenos burn your hands, even sometimes through the gloves oh, wow. when we cut. Oh, and, and it's like, yeah, hey, just remember to wash your hands. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, yeah, it, peppers are really bad. Uh, through gloves, it doesn't really matter. Habaneros, you went through gloves. If you cut enough of them, um, 
it's yeah. gonna it's gonna affect yeah. oh my gosh hairnets are like my my number one style choice now. <laughs> I, I feel like i just go around wearing hairnets to school and and uh, <laughs> it's a look all, all you i can, can think start of, a trend on TikTok all i can think this. all i can think is like the adam sandler snl skit <laughs> Lunch lady. Oh, right. <laughs> I love it. All right. You live in Hillsboro, Missouri. I got to live there for a while. Uh, catch me up. What's new in Hillsboro? Uh, I, I would say, I mean, I mean, the leader is still top tier comedy sometimes. <laughs> um, um, instead of Queens, there's Karsh's. Where else? I, Karsh's showed up when I was there. Oh, so really? I do know so that. You were there yeah. pretty recently. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Do you like Hillsboro? Uh, Hillsboro, not bad. I would say if I had the chance, I would like to live closer to the city just because city's much more accessible. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I, I would be able to do way more things, and that's why a lot of um, business people live near cities because there's a lot more opportunity out near cities like L.A. and even New York and even St. Louis. So I find myself up here a lot more now um, because that's where all the action is. And um, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I get it. It's But the Hillsboro is pretty. Hillsboro is awesome. They, they, yeah, that's where I started. Pretty. So, yeah, my, my school um, has been really awesome and accommodating with what I've had to do. I because they realize, you know, this is not normal, but I only have a half a credit left that I need to graduate. I'm a senior. I'm, I'm graduating coming up in May. So they're like, they just are super impressed at what I was able to do. And um, I'm glad that I've had such a, a strong support system around me because if I didn't, once again, I wouldn't be here. Not only, like, I wouldn't even started the idea without the teacher but i wouldn't even begun to, to make it if it wasn't from my help from my parents and my um uncles and aunts because like i said we went from selling nothing to selling pretty much thousands of bottles a month in which like i i really just want to express my appreciation to the customers because it's really been insane and i couldn't do it without everyone going to the store and buying it on on the website and buying it and um, I yeah. love it. Yeah, it's awesome. I mean, it's it's very apparent you have an amazing support system. So that's great. Okay, now kindness. So that my whole podcast is about kindness, and the people that are on this podcast are doing notably kind things, and that's why I yeah. have them on. But will you just share with us something top of mind kindness you either witnessed or received or have given lately? Yeah. So so like. Kind, kindness is something I don't understand why more people have. Like, it takes more energy to be hateful than kindness. And with kindness, I've seen that that people just go out of their way to, to especially with need to go their way and help. Like, I've had plenty of people that, like, offer to deliver things or or even people that just buy, buy for instance, my hot sauce. But, like, they don't like hot sauce, but they just want to see me do well and they just give it away on the street or, or kindness that I don't necessarily like just because um, the stores would not appreciate it. But kindness as in, like, people don't like hot sauce, but they're like, I'm doing a sample in a store and they'll be like, here's 50 bucks. And 
I'm like, oh, that's so kind of you, but like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to take it because we're here to sell hot sauce. And I, I realize more people are kind than than what than what people will give off. You know, the people that aren't kind are just the ones that that stick out, and yeah. it's the ones that are most portrayed in the news because meanness sells. It really does yeah. uh, for media, but you know that's kind of why the world has became so toxic is because because you know nobody it's people think it's easier to be mean but like for those people that like are mean to me like and like because tiktok is a historically mean comment section nah, like they just right stay yeah. so like, people that are mean to me i just employ empathy to them right away because i actually appreciate them because they are actually helping out the algorithm by even commenting <laughs> anything. Like, I love that you you have such a like, silver lining and, attitude. I love and it. And it's like and it's like, you know, like the people that are mean, they just have uh, such resentment because of something in in their life. And like, I just hope they get like the help they need to really, to really help that. And like, there's been people like even like they nitpick on the littlest things. Like I've had. Multiple people go, wow, only 5% goes to cerebral palsy research. But what people don't understand is the food business is a historically low margin business. Right. Um, so, like, when people sell to the stores, they, they might only get, you know, 30, 40% uh, margin. So, to take 5% out of that, um, even at a mass scale, um, like what we're doing and planning on doing, Five percent really adds up, and and w with that, I just explained to people. I'm like, I'm like, uh, like, we could do more, but people, it would have to be passed on to the customers, and during this time of inflation, and and stuff. I just want to make a good cause, but also like make sure as many people can get the product as they want, because I'm not trying to make people. Spend $40 for a bottle of hot sauce just to give $30 to cerebral palsy research with every bottle sold. Um, it's actually more, we would do more good uh, keeping the percentage low and doing more volume because that adds up more that way. Than any it's other the way. good business decision, and you have to live. You have to make money, and I'm sure there's people that yeah. you that are that also you need to like pay them for their time and their effort yeah, for what so, they're doing. So, so yeah, manufacturing is another thing that's mm -hmm. really complicated and really expensive, and and um, I just like to be uh, people to know that like until like until we get it out to as many people as possible and really get a full scale. I am not, we we are not going to starve any money from the business and to its time because I want to make sure, you know, cerebral palsy research gets their money and, and we can spread the word to as many people as possible before I really start doing anything and getting to full scale first because the positive impact is really what I'm going for. I don't really need the money um, right now, and and that's what we're trying to go for. Because I think as you get bigger, too many people get money hungry and kind of lose where they came from because everything's for money. But, like, since I don't really need it, I'm just trying to um, get to full scale first. And then once we, once we 
um, get to full scale and start actually really releasing more products as well that's uh, that's in our radar, then when it's time, I will start taking money when I actually need it. But for now, I'm just I'm just trying to to do to make sure that the business is good. So and the cerebral palsy researches donations are good before I really start taking money. Because I love it. Well, Drew, thank you for all you're doing. Thank you for being you and doing what you're doing to bring awareness to this and to help people with cerebral palsy. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah, and like it's a, it's really my pleasure, and thanks for having me on, and I, I guarantee this is just the beginning, and some of the things we have planned is is going to create um, more mass exposure to the disabled community and, and spread more awareness. Like I said, last year we got to donate $751 in the last six months uh, of launch since July, but this year we're going to do a lot more and, and continue spreading the word and growing the business so more people can uh, hear the powerful message behind crippling. Thank you. Now, everybody out there, you know, now go get some crippling hot sauce. And you've done this in such a small amount of time. I cannot imagine, like, in eight months, what is going to be next for Drew. Uh, I'm excited to watch you. Me too. I, I kind of impress myself sometimes, but that's what you need. Like, like, like I said, it, it's just all about seeing things grow. And with entrepreneurship, it's not about the, the possible money that I can make. It's about the, the journey of growing um, nothing into something, and and like I always like I always tell people, and I told Congress, if you if you want to start a business, if you fail, it's okay, and if you don't, like you're a legend. You only need to succeed like once out of a thousand times to really make it. You know, you're you're Mark Cubans of the world. They you don't hear about their fail stories. You hear about. Him owning the Dallas Mavericks and being worth $5 billion, but I can guarantee you he failed a whole bunch of times before then. That's what investing's about. And didn't stop and kept learning. I love it. Thank you, Drew. And everybody out there, you've been listening to Mishmash. Thank you so much. And go out there and be kind and buy hot sauce. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye.